Real quick, before we get into the show, I wanted to share a new service called Getita that Ken and I have been using that has made us over $10,000 in Amazon reimbursements. The service requires no monthly subscription, and Getita collects a small percentage of the money they recover for you. It takes less than five minutes to set up and works on all Amazon marketplaces. Go to getita.com, G-E-T-I-D-A, and enter promo code FTM400. That's FTM for firing the man 400 to get your first $400 in reimbursements commission free. How much money does Amazon owe you? Are you learning more on the drive to school or while you're at school? I don't learn a thing from school. (laughs) I really don't. I've learned so much more from podcasts, from YouTube, from Google. The only things that I'm getting out of school are one, a paper degree, which to me means nothing. And two, I guess like basic English, math skills, like very basic level things. I really don't have much value on universities. I've learned a hundred times more from podcasting than school. Welcome everyone to the Firing the Man podcast, a show for anyone who wants to be their own boss. If you sit in a cubicle every day and know you are capable of more, then join us. This show will help you build a business and grow your passive income streams in just a few short hours per day. And now your hosts, serial entrepreneurs, David Schomer and Ken Wilson. Welcome everyone to Firing the Man podcast. On today's episode, we have the privilege of interviewing full-time Amazon e-com seller, Michael Soltis. Michael's been selling on Amazon for almost three years and he primarily focuses on private label. You know, Michael's story, he's, he saved up money from his job as a lifeguard and launched his first private label product in 2017. You know, Michael's bootstrapped his entire business from the profits and within one year, he was turning 10K a month in profit all while being a full-time student and working a part-time job. Uh, welcome, Michael. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So first things first, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I started selling on Amazon. Well, maybe even before that. Uh, before Amazon, I was going to a community college um, full-time. So you know, 12 to 16 credits studying biology. Uh, something I've actually come to hate and <laughs> not really be interested in. So um, back in 2017, around November, I started seeing YouTube videos about selling on Amazon, um, researching it, and got introduced um, through mostly YouTube. But even before that, I tried my first attempt at making money online was day trading stocks. So for six months, uh, I started with like $2,000 in a trading account was day trading penny stocks, lost a few hundred dollars, made a few hundred dollars. My biggest win was like 280. My biggest loss was 216. So that's kind of what got me into making money online because over over the course of a five minute trade, I was able to make $282, I think was what it was. And at that moment, I was pretty much hooked on the idea of making money online is real. Um, so that's kind of how I got introduced into, I guess, e-commerce, talked about being um, a student. Uh, and also I was a lifeguard. So um, just at an indoor outdoor pool, making you know decent money for a lifeguard, $18.54 an hour. But yeah, we were paid by the town government money. Nice. Yeah, that was uh, not something I was passionate about at all either. I just got introduced by a friend. I didn't grow up being an entrepreneur. 
I didn't grow up selling baseball cards to kids or, um, you know, any of that kind of stuff. Um, I just had random jobs, summer camp jobs, things like that. I just found and fell in love with the idea of e-commerce just because of how much opportunity I was seeing, the numbers, the statistics, how many people are buying things online, all of that. So like right from the get-go, I knew it was uh, very doable. And I just went in 100% um, with like $4,300 and uh, haven't looked back since. Awesome. Now, how old were you when you started and how old are you today? I started when I was 21 and right now I'm 24. I just turned 24. Okay. I'm interested in your opinion on this. I certainly have one of my own. Do you think being that age is a benefit or a hindrance? I think it's a massive advantage um, because we all form habits pretty early on in our life. So if we, if you're able to come to a business model online, making money online, e-commerce, the earlier, the better, I think. I mean, a lot of people get tripped up on like the legality side and um, starting a company and all of these things. But I think you have to just start putting one foot in front of the other, like as soon as possible in order to get anywhere in life. Absolutely. I'm glad you answered that way. I, uh, I would agree with you completely. You know, everyone's going to fail and you might as well get those failures out of the way early before you have a mortgage and a family and, and everything. Failures along with successes, right? That momentum starts to build as you've seen in your own business. And that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's very inspiring. So Michael, you've been in e-commerce for about three years now? Yeah, two and a half, almost two, two and a half, half, three. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was your biggest fear holding you back from going full time into e-commerce? You know, like you said, you had a, a nest egg of cash, and you were kind of like pivoting. And 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 what was it? Did you have any fears, or what? Anything that held you back, or did you just, you know, at what point did you say, "I'm going to do that"? I quit my job, my lifeguarding job, in February, February 2019. So it's been over a year, um, and it was actually funny because I was making. Uh, in profit, like 10K a month while I was still working that job, making $1,000 a month from the pool. (laughs) Uh, So I remember walking around in my flip-flop shirtless with my lifeguard stuff. And I was like, like, oh, wait, hold up. I I made 10,000 this month from my business. I'm making 1,000 a month from this job. I, I, I definitely like the extra cash of being able to kind of build on my business quicker just from taking money out of my day job, putting into my business. And I always have reinvested all of my money into my business. Even this to this day, I don't like, I don't like having um, money sitting around my personal account. I feel like it's going to waste where I could invest it in another product. Um, so I guess what, what held me back was just for one, like business is never a for sure a hundred percent thing. Like there's no guarantees that you're going to still be in business a year from now. Something could happen. Something could change. So it mostly was like the, the stability side, like not knowing whether, you know, I would continue to be able to be making this money. Also, um, I have a lot of expenses for my business. So even though I'm making 10,000 profit a month, I'm reinvesting a lot of it. Um, I'm saving money for taxes. So it's not just, you know, all this money, that I can play with and, you know, buy a new car or something. It's, I had to be calculated with it. So I wanted to make sure it was the right time. Okay. Thinking forward to the next five years, where do you see this e-commerce journey headed? Are you in college anymore? 
Yeah, I am. I'm uh, finishing my senior year. I actually dropped out for a year um, and got my own apartment and was working on my business. Um, but I, I wanted to finish my degree just because I'm, I'm two semesters away from finishing a bachelor's degree, which I never plan on using. I always want to be self-employed, running my own online businesses. Uh, so five years from now, if Amazon's still a viable thing, definitely, definitely still be selling on that. Uh, I want to expand. So I'm, I'm getting ready to start selling on my own website uh, through WooCommerce. And I'm also starting um, an information products business, like we were talking about before, getting everything rolling. So yeah, five years from now, definitely, I still want to be online 100%. I don't like the idea of trading time for money. I think it's a you're basically trading a portion of your life for a set dollar amount, which I don't, I don't believe in. I don't agree with. So still be running online businesses and e-commerce based. Nice. One question that we do like to ask is, uh, so what, what advice would you give yourself now three years ago? So when you first started, what, what advice would you have given yourself from what you know now? It's tough because when you're first starting, you're so overwhelmed. Um, so when I first started selling on Amazon or even before when I was like figuring everything out, it would probably be um, just to stick with it. And that's a hard thing because looking back, I pretty much did everything. I don't, don't want to say everything right, but I made, I kept on making progress, making steps um, towards the goal of selling things on Amazon and starting an e-commerce business. So just to be like reassured that there's massive opportunity. Like it, it, life isn't a zero sum game where you make money at my expense. It's all about even coming down to the products we sell on Amazon. It's all about, like we give value to people and in exchange, we receive money. So like getting the mindset portion down um, before like the, the how to, if that makes sense to like make sure I was coming in the game with like the right mindset really helped. And so that's what I would say to folk, like I should have focused on more early on. What do your friends say? What do your parents say when you, when you tell them about your, your plans and your goals? As I've been learning more about online business and entrepreneurship, it's kind of actually distanced me from everyone I know because everyone else is doing the traditional, even though I'm still in school and I plan to finish, but you know, the traditional college route, get a job. Um, and so I, I'm not really able to hold a conversation <laughs> about what I do because either I'll get too excited and start talking really quickly and getting really technical or, you know, <laughs> it's, it's hard to relate. So my parents are proud of me. Uh, my dad, especially, um, my mom really wants me to finish school. She's pretty much the only reason why I'm still in school, but yeah, it's, it's just different. Cause they don't understand it's, I think there's still a big stigma around online business. And um, so it, it, it's hard to talk to them about what I do. That's very similar to my experiences. And Ken, I think you, you'd probably agree with me. When you tell somebody that you sell on Amazon, they, they kind of view it as a hobby or, or this weird eccentric interest. And the deeper I am involved in this industry, the more I realize that this is one, an incredibly viable business opportunity. And two, this is the future of commerce in general. I mean, you are you are seeing an implosion of the brick and mortar stores, you know, as we speak, and you are seeing, especially with COVID nineteen going on, you are seeing all generations migrating towards purchasing things online. 
And the number of seven and eight figure sellers and nine figure, we had a nine figure seller on the podcast who are treating this as, you know, a corporation, right? They are growing and scaling just as a typical brick and mortar company would, or just as a public company is. And there is huge value in that. And so, you know, to all the naysayers, I hope they continue because uh, it's just going to mean that there's less competition for us, right? You know, the longer that I can be viewed as an audit centric person that does this as a hobby, the longer I can continue to make money with, with less competition. Absolutely. And so, yeah. Pretty much every time someone asks me what I do and I tell them, their, their response is always like, is that enough to support your lifestyle? Is that enough to support yourself? Uh, and then um, it usually like, it, it kind of gets me triggered. Uh, I'm, I'm like, yes, this is a full-time income. Um, so no one, I guess no one can wrap their head around the idea of, you know, selling things online, owning an online store. So that's pretty much every single response that I've gotten is like, oh, how is that going for you? Like skepticism, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Ken, have you, have you been met with similar responses? Yeah, for sure. You know, I think there's some confusion on just, I don't think it's a, something that is a, it's common, right? You know, like Michael, I don't, I don't go and talk to, you know, my family, you know, they, they, they look at me like, what are you talking about? You know, like that's not real or, or um, yeah, it's definitely not a, not a common um, field, right? Especially for a full-time job. Uh, yeah, but then you look at the statistics and you see, you know, millions of Amazon accounts, hundreds of thousands of successful sellers, a good majority of Amazon e-commerce sellers doing north of 100,000 in sales a year. And then you get a different perspective. So I guess the, we're out there, but just, you know, behind our laptops, in our rooms in the dark, <laughs> not right. really telling everyone and uh, um, advertising what we're doing, I guess. But yeah, every, oh, there's a lot of people making money online, especially on Amazon. Yeah. Absolutely. You've went from just three years ago being at $0 in profit a month to $10,000 in profit per month. I would imagine that has taken a great deal of one effort and two learning. Can you talk about what has been the most important step that you've taken to learn and to grow your business to that size? In terms of the effort, it was just a consistent thing, like learning um, all the steps and getting familiar with um, e-commerce. I was Sometimes I was watching videos and researching like 10 or 12 hours a day. Sometimes I was doing you know only a couple hours a day. It really depends on how much time you have. And that might have been a little excessive, but um, it was it was just like I put a consistent effort. Like I can't remember the last day I haven't worked on my business just because I want to, not because I have to, because it's very passive. I I can sit and, for example, I went to Mexico last June, and I did I answered one customer email, and I think I made around two thousand dollars for that week, um, and the Mexico trip cost me like fifteen hundred dollars. So I came out of that working, what is that? Five minutes answering an email and still like being profitable. So, um, the effort, um, was just consistently working towards the goal of getting something going. And in terms of the learning, YouTube is a huge help. Google is a huge help. Podcasts like this are an amazing help. I podcasted. I still podcast when I go to school, 
all the way there, all the way back, an hour each way if I can. I feel guilty if I listen to music. And then reading books. So entrepreneurship books, business. Not some, I haven't read a single book on how to sell on Amazon. I did that all through video, mostly in podcast, but just constantly trying to improve, learn, grow, and scale. It's funny that you mentioned you're listening to podcasts on your way to a learning institution and on your way back home from a learning institution. Are you learning more on the drive to school or while you're at school? I don't learn a thing from school. (laughs) I really don't. I've learned so much more from podcasts, from YouTube, from Google. The only things that I'm getting out of school are one, a paper degree, which to me means nothing. And two, I guess like basic English, math skills, like very basic level things. I really don't have much value on universities. I've learned a hundred times more from podcasting (laughs) than school. That's awesome. Yeah. Michael, so can you describe your day, say, whenever you were working your lifeguarding job versus when you quit and went full time? You know, kind of what's the, what was the difference? What changed? Yeah. It's uh, whenever someone asks me, what do you do all day? It's very hard for me to answer just because it really depends. Am I launching a new product? Am I doing product research? Am I optimizing listings, working on, you know, email? So many different things. Um, But, for my lifeguarding job, when I was working a, a day job, it was more of a grind, right? A mindless grind of just um, being a, a body to fill a position for a job. I really didn't, I felt very undervalued. So not much going on there. But right now for, for as being an entrepreneur and running um, um, online business, I feel like um, I'm using way more of my potential. So getting, I'm way more fulfilled too, um, from building something for myself than for someone else. So instead of working for like, like talking about this podcast, firing the man, instead of working for the man, I'm working for myself, um, which gives me like, um, this bit, like big sense of, I guess, peace and security. Like I'm doing something with a purpose behind it. Um, so that's the biggest difference I feel working for someone else versus working for myself is that I feel like I'm doing the right thing and making progress in my life. Awesome. Awesome. Now, there may be some people listening that hear your story and may be thinking, oh, this sounds easy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in and, and do this. And those people, I would encourage you to jump in. But, but how would you address that? You know, that sounds easy. Sounds easy. Um, so it, it is easy if you really love, love the idea, if you're like fully into, because it's hard to do something you hate, but it's very easy to do something you love and you're passionate about. I'm passionate about e-commerce. I'm passionate about online business. So you have to come in into the game with the right kind of perspective and mindset. And if you don't like it, then that's going to be difficult. But that's the biggest thing I think that motivated me to keep going was even though I didn't make money for you know the two months of doing research, the one month of sourcing the product. It was still like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to get it going. Like This has to work. When I asked that question, I was kind of fishing for an answer of, no, it's not easy. But I think the perspective you brought up kind of makes me change my thoughts on that. Ken and I have talked about our previous jobs before. You know, I used to, when I was in high school, I, uh, I power washed pig barns uh, for 10-hour shifts. That was a hard job. And so when I compare sitting at my laptop 
and doing keyword research, yes, relatively, you know, relative to that, it is easy. However, in terms of like the the amount of hours and, and time invested and effort invested, I think that's where, you know, it is difficult and you will face adversity and, and you will fail. And it's, this is not for, you know, the faint of heart. Yeah. I mean, if I were to track and log my time spent starting the business and see, I don't know how many hundreds of hours of work before I got paid a single cent, then that would have been discouraging to me. So I'm glad I didn't do that um, because it's a very like front end loaded learning curve of you have to learn before you earn money, right? You have to learn how everything works. You have to set everything up. You have to put time, like invest your time and money into something before it even happens. So yes, there's a lot of risk and getting started, I think is the most difficult part because just there's so many moving parts, so many, so many, you know, things you could be thinking about or focusing on. Um, and you just don't know what portion to actually work on, but, um, yeah, getting started, I think is the hardest for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you covered a a couple of good points of, you know, having enough money or, and, you know, spending enough time. And I see a lot of YouTube videos and, and a lot of information that's out there about, oh, it's, you know, online selling is passive. Oh, you know, you can make millions of dollars doing this and that. And, and we, and David and I really like to expose that on the show. And, you know, it's, this is really, really hard work and it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and you have to have a why you have to be driven. You know, like you said, you, you work, well, you don't consider it work because you love what you do, right? So you spend time and whether it's keyword research or launching a product, you enjoy that. You love it. It's a passion of yours, right? So if, if it's not, then it's, it's going to be grueling. And if, and if you go into it thinking, oh, it's going to be super easy, passive income, I'm, I'm going to go buy a Gallardo and roll it around, you know, <laughs> it, it, that's not, not true, you know. Definitely want to be respectful of your time. We really appreciate having you on the show. All of our guests, we, uh, we go to a lightning round at the end of the show and, and we ask a standard set of questions. David, you want to, you want to rip them off? You bet. What's your favorite book? That's hard because I've read 30 or 40 or 50 books on things I love. But right now I'm reading um, The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. I have it on my shelf right now. And I'm, I really like this book because it talks about uh, like 10 scrolls of basically like timeless principles rather than hacks and strategies. So that right now, The Greatest Salesman in the World, my favorite book. If you, I know this is lightning round, but if you like, <laughs> I haven't read that book, but the way you described it, have you read The Richest Man in Babylon? I haven't, but I, I'm vaguely familiar. Classic book. It could be read in a thousand years and it would still be relevant. It is a fantastic book. And so if you like that, I would recommend Richest Man in Babylon. Cool. I wrote it down. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that what evergreen principles, right? For sure. Yeah. For sure. It's damn near like the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. Michael, what, what are a couple of your hobbies? I am big into jujitsu. So martial arts, grappling. So kind of like wrestling, but very technical. Uh, I was almost a blue belt, but then this whole coronavirus thing happened. So I like jujitsu and then airsoft is another one of my hobbies. And then I guess making money online. (laughs) Nice. Awesome. And last question, what do you think sets apart successful e-commerce entrepreneurs from those who give up, fail, or never get started? I think it comes down to a couple of things. One being focus focused intent of not just kind of um, meandering around. Because I've talked to a lot of my friends about, 
I've tried to help them as much as I could to get started. And none of them seem to have the focus. And then I guess like passion and drive, right? Like those two things. Awesome. Nice. Michael, I think your story is going to inspire a lot of the, a lot of our listeners, you know, hearing you share your, your story and your experiences, um, is really big. And I want to thank you for being on the show. How can people reach out to you, get a hold of you? What kind of projects are you working? Well, you can reach out to me on Facebook. Just um, look at me on Facebook, Michael Soltis, or email me. I'm fine with that. My email is msoltis7 at gmail.com. So M-S-O-L-T-I-S-7 at gmail.com. And then I also have a YouTube channel, which I'm pretty active on, or I plan to be in the future. That's also my name, Michael Soltis, where I talk about e-commerce, Amazon, entrepreneurship, a lot of similar topics to this. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Michael, thank you so much for being on the show and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Good luck in your business. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you everyone for tuning in to today's Firing the Man podcast. If you like this episode, head on over to firingtheman.com and check out our resource library for exclusive Firing the Man discounts on popular e-commerce subscription services. That is firingtheman.com backslash resource. You can also find a comprehensive library of over 50 books that Ken and I have read in the last few years that have made a meaningful impact on our business. For that, head on over to www.firingtheman.com slash library. Lastly, check us out on social media at Firing the Man and on YouTube at Firing the Man for exclusive content. This is David Schomer and Ken Wilson. We're out. Before you go, we wanted to share a new service that Ken and I have been using called Getita that has made us over $10,000 in Amazon reimbursements. The service requires no monthly subscription and Getita collects a small percentage of the money they recover for you. It takes less than five minutes to set up and works on all Amazon marketplaces. Go to getita.com, G-E-T-I-D-A dot com and enter promo code FTM400. That's FTM for Firing the Man 400 to get your first $400 in reimbursements commission free. How much money does Amazon owe you?